Hello, welcome to Siblings and Fandoms. This is a podcast where me and my sister, Maddie, talk about fandoms we're part of, fandoms we're not, and everything in between. Heads up before we get started, we are on vacation and are sort of using a little bit of a makeshift setup, makeshift setup, so sound quality may not be as good as last time. This is the second ever episode, and because Avengers Endgame is coming out in 10 days, and we want our Marvel episode to include that, we will be talking about Harry Potter. Yes. So, I have issues with the direction Harry Potter is going right now. Yeah. And I know that you do also. I like Fantastic Beasts. And I enjoyed The Crime of the Vault. It's not a good movie, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I do make that distinction. My issue is specifically with J.K. Rowling. But before we get into that, because I will rant for the entirety of this episode, I'm going to try very hard not to. Let's talk about... What? Well, why we like it. Oh. Well, and generally, you go first because, yeah. Because Harry Potter is like awesome. I don't know. Like it's just super creative and cool. It's very. It's sort of revitalized the fantasy. The fantasies up. Yeah. The fantasy genre. Yeah. I cannot so, talk today. It's early. And I really like fantasies because they're cool. Very creative stuff. Yeah. I guess. Fantasy's cool. It's a like. It's an idea that almost everyone can get behind. Who doesn't want to go to wizard school? Exactly. And, like, it's a, it's very well thought out, pretty well written. It's convenient of Voldemort to, you know, plan his plans around the school year. And not have a nose. Yeah. You know, you need to give your time, you need to give your adversaries time to take their final exams before they defeat you. Yeah, of Makes course. Makes sense. Why wouldn't you do that? I know. It's not like it would be giving them time to prepare or anything, and you wouldn't be better justified just striking as soon as you can. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Regardless, the those seven books are great. Yeah. Thought went into them, and J.K. Rowling was clearly... She clearly cared about her world, her characters. The movies are not as good as the books. Well, like always... But they're I mean, not bad. Can movies ever be better than the books if the books are the original thing? I will point you to um Emerseropolis. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. The book. The, the okay. book. Fine, the book isn't that good. But the musical is great. Yeah, I'm not disputing that. We're talking book. Movie. Okay. Okay. Um but anyway... Yeah, and she clearly about cared that. about her characters. The movies, they're not great, but they're not terrible. Yeah. They're, I mean, they should have made Ginny not um, feed Harry a cookie. Yeah, that happened. But, like, there are some weird things in the movies, her insistence that they only cast British actors, and the one... Thing being the one exception to that being um, Wicked uh, Warwick Davis, yeah, who played Griphook, 
And one second, actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just checking because we're using the Audacity web recorder. Sorry, the Anchor web recorder to record today because this computer doesn't have Audacity. Yeah. And I didn't feel like downloading it. But, anyway. Um, yeah. Harry Potter is great until J.K. Rowling. So. Movies are out. Books are out. Great. I don't want to go off on a rant yet, so I'm not going to bring that up just yet. Okay. Uh, the Cursed Child. Have you even read it? Not yet. But no, no we I got it, it for half off, I believe, like a month after it came out at Target. That's weird. Why would they sell it for half off? I mean, like, mo- most video games are half off within a week. That's weird. Or not within a week. Within, like, a month or so. They should be... Anymore. No one buys full price stuff anymore if the if it's just going to go to sale that quickly and if no one buys it it will go to sale. Okay, whatever. Regardless, it's it's not good. Yeah. Noah says that it's not good because J.K. Rowling is meant to write books. Oh no, no. not she didn't even written movies. She didn't write this. Why not? Like you can see it. It has her name on it. At Best, she gave them the story idea, and then looked it over and was like, "Okay, she." It's a different. It's a completely different feel from all of her writing, and it's just bad. I really doubt she had much direct involvement with it. What about more about the crimes of Grindelwald? Now, I mean, with that, we saw sort of the. I like it because it gives like. Backstory, so, sort of. It's a Dumbledore. I like The Crimes of Grindelwald. I also like Fantastic Beasts. I do not believe that J.K. Rowling should be writing the scripts. Please don't come in. I do not believe that J.K. Rowling... Hold on. Cut here. Okay. I do not believe that J.K. Rowling should be writing the scripts for that series. She's just not a screenwriter. Yeah. She's a novelist. And so they should not, have not that there's anything wrong with being one or the other. They're both yeah. great professions, but they require different skills. Yes, so she should write the like a novel thing but and get, then give it to someone who can adapt it into a Right, script. give them the story. Yeah. Give them the story, hand it off to someone who's able to write a script... Do what George Lucas did for episodes five and six. Exactly. Give them the story. Give them. Give it to a scriptwriter, and then like produce the movie. Yeah, basically. He did direct episode five, but he's a director. J.K. Rowling is not a director. Oh, that would be. That would be terrible. Give it. But... Give it to David Yates. He'll do something with it. Yeah. Uh, stop trying to have romance in David Gates' directed movies. He's not good at it. I'm sorry. He's very good at most of the things he tries to do. Just not Just romance. not romance. But the whole thing that J.K. Rowling is trying yeah. to get out of is the romance stuff. No, no, not even, like... Um... Not even that. I don't know how much more we... So, Johnny Depp is Grindelwald, I like... I 
Johnny Depp isn't a great person. The new evidence that's come to light regarding his marriage to Amber Heard mm-hmm. is confusing. Yes. And I'm not going to talk about it here. Uh, but I still like the guy as an actor. Yeah. He's entertaining. He's charismatic. Especially, like, they took the character in a good direction. Part aging rock star. That is a quote from the script. Part rock star, part something. Synagogue, maybe. Yeah. But he also... Um, he's also still a teenage heartthrob after, like, 20 years mm. or something. You're 40. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. Does I, the guy really ever age? He's a bit creepy. I mean, we, we saw Edward Scissorhands a while ago. Yeah. He's aged since then. That was Johnny Depp. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But yeah. he always wears so much makeup, you, like, can't... Like, his facial shape has changed since then. Yes. And I'm not sure how. Hmm. Anyway. Magic. Fantasy. It's different. That's another good movie. Regardless, I like him. He does a good job with the part. He's compelling. I was on his side. Yeah. When he was giving that speech, and then the atom bomb went off. Yeah, atom bomb. Bad. Powerful. Bad. Powerful image. Bad. Powerful image before the war. More powerful image now. Whatever. He still bad Queenie. person. What? Queenie. Mm-hmm. I don't like Queenie. Queenie's just so, like, lose the accent, please. Yeah, the accent's concerning. The She's playing two completely different characters from the first movie to the second movie. Um, yeah, because she's like... First movie, she's all bubbly and flirtatious. And, and hospitality. stuff. Second like movie, she's very gloomy, like... World weary, almost. Yeah, it's like what happened between those two movies to like, right, like change. It's, it's her only like completely. It's only what nine months. Yeah, That's another issue. The fifth movie is going to take place in 1945. At least some part of it. Hmm. They can do time skips. Yeah, but you can't get to 1945 from 19. 19- 26 if the time skip between each movie is 9 to 12 months. Yeah. Well, they're they're probably going to, from the second to the third movie, have a bigger time skip, because in the second movie, Grindelwald, like, half won, sort of? Because he got... I wouldn't say he half won, but... He got people on his side. He has a following. He has a, like... A stance. He killed some people. Killed a couple people, but he's very... He's clever. Yes. He's clever, and he sounds reasonable. Yeah, because he's a Ravenclaw, and that's the way that fallen Ravenclaws he, do stuff He's not there. a fallen Ravenclaw, he's an extreme Ravenclaw. Uh, yeah, I guess. He's a, He also never went to Hogwarts. Yeah, but if he were Hogwarts, oh, yeah. he would be yeah, Ravenclaw. He would be Ravenclaw. We are both proud Ravenclaws. But I'm a Slytherin. You are half Slytherin, a little bit more than half. 
But when you take any of the houses except Hufflepuff, you can take to an extreme level, and it will be bad. Yeah. Gryffindor, brave to the point of foolhardiness, or wanting to prove yourself beyond everything else. Ravenclaw. Okay. Slytherin. Voldemort. And then mm, uh, yes. uh, I'm not that comparison. Gryffindor is just you're a complete idiot with a sword. Harry Potter. Don't be rude. We're not mentioning any names. <laughs> um, but no, the original seven books are great. The seven movies are good. The Cursed Child's trash. Hermione should be a Ravenclaw. Look, there's a thing called plot convenience and narrative consistency, and... She should be a Ravenclaw. The yeah, but sometimes you have to do things that don't make sense. Yeah. In order to, uh, you know... Have a story. Have a story. Because if she but, was in Ravenclaw, would they have ever met, really? If they would no, have met, but it could have been... The whole seven books could have been about Hermione and Luna, and it would have been great. That would be a very different story. But it would be so great. It would be fun. But it would be a very different story. Mm, there's probably a fanfic story about that. You're going to find that and read that, aren't you? Um, anyway. We're more than halfway into this. We have to talk about it. So. November 2007. Okay. J.K. Rowling is doing press for the release of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Yes. She is asked a question. uh, I'm looking it up right now. What was question Dumbledore sexuality? Um, Mm. okay, so, J.K. Rowling was asked whether Dumbledore had ever found love. Rowling responded that she always thought of Dumbledore as gay. She went on to explain that she saw the relationship between Dumbledore and Grindelwald, who became close as teenagers before Grindelwald chose to pursue dark magic as a romantic one. That is from H.T. That's from U.com move the movies section. So. That's 12 years ago. Yeah. 11 and a half. But that's over a decade. Yeah. Which. During which time. So. I can forgive this for not being mentioned in the. Mm. Like in the original seven books. Because Dumbledore was Because a D- Dumbledore is a teacher, been... Harry is a student. That would have been weird. Yeah. Like Why does Harry know Dumbledore's sexuality? Right. It's just not something that would have been brought up. Yeah. But now they're doing it from a friend, Newt's commander. An a adult, friend, commander, a an friend adult, and the main villain is Dumbledore's supposed love interest. Yes. Jude Law's Dumbledore is great. So, here's the thing. The hinting about Dumbledore and Grindelwald in The Crimes of Grindelwald isn't bad. Yes. 
It's just not enough. Yeah, they need just, it. Okay. They need as it. a writer, as a creative artist, you have no obligation to include LGBTQ plus people in your world. I A. You have no obligation to include gender nonconforming people. If you decide that there's no place for us in, in your world, you don't have to put those people there. Yes. But, but she has said, said that there is one. She has said that one of the most prolific people who has ever lived in the living world is gay. Yes. If you're going to tell us that, then, then you have to show us. Because what she's doing right now is floating in the gray zone where she can... Well, she could have the respect of the LGBTQIA plus people. Or... And have the, uh, without having the homophobics, get angry. But now the LGBTQIA plus people are getting angry because she's not giving them proof. Right. And, and... Anyway, uh, I'm trying to find something that Roland said recently. Because she needs to, like, she needs to stop telling us that there's... She needs to stop talking, and she needs to do something. Yes. That's the issue. So... What do you think is going to happen if the third movie of The Crimes of Grindelwald comes out and... Fantastic Beasts 3? So... Uh, Yeah, Fantastic Beasts, sorry. And here's the thing. There's no. I am going into this third. Oh, okay. So. (sighs) Okay. Sorry. Recently. Um. Recently, like 2018, Dumbledore, uh, J.K. Rowling, not Dumbledore, Dumbledore is fictional. J.K. Rowling said their relationship was incredibly intense. She said this on the Fantastic Beasts Crimes of Grindelwald Blu-ray DVD. In the extras. Their relationship was incredibly intense. It was passionate, and it was a love relationship. But this happens in any relationship, gay or straight, or whatever label we want to put on it. One never really know one never knows really what the other person is feeling. You can't know, you can believe you know. I agree. She also said something about the most beautiful part of a relationship to her being the emotional part and not the sexual part. And I don't think she understands we don't want a sex scene or a kissing scene. I do not want to see Johnny Depp and Jude Law kiss. Oh, I don't want that. I have no desire for that. I just want you to tell us that Dumbledore is gay explicitly. There can be no in like canon. Yes, that's the important thing because right now, 
it's not canon. And until it is, until she puts it in text, it's fanfiction. Yeah. The author can have fanfiction, and while nothing was being made, while this character was obsolete, except for just the seven books written from the perspective of a student of his, yeah. while the character wasn't being done that, while nothing was being done with the character, you can claim the authority of the author. Exactly. But you've been claiming that for too long. And it has been over a decade, you. and I'm... We're not going to give you that authority anymore. Yeah. And if you don't put it in the third one, if you just continue the course you're on, then I'm going to go into the fourth with a lot more skepticism. Yep. On that unexpectedly sour note, thank you very much for listening. Um, Siblings and Fandoms is recorded with normally Audacity. This time we use the Anchor web recorder. Yep. Anchor.fm is the website that we use to host our podcast. Yeah. Noah does all the technical stuff. I do. Yeah, I edit, record, and produce. It's my microphone. Yeah. Um. And yeah. as you can tell, both of our voices are on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, both our voices are here. Um, we both helped in writing our theme. Everything is done by us. Yeah. And next episode will be, I think. What? What's uh? Next episode might be Marvel, but we would have to have it. Uh, like no, two days it later. won't be the next episode. Um, be- next episode will be back to I think last week's format. The week after that will be part discussing the Marvel fandom as a whole, and then part Avengers Endgame, and we might have a special guest for you guys. Yeah. So, stay tuned. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.